1: Hey guys, you're listening to Iconic with Stella Ray. If you want to help support the podcast, use the Amazon link in the description. And anytime you buy something from Amazon, just use it through that link. You can bookmark it in your browser and it helps us out a lot. So thanks and enjoy. Hey guys, so welcome back to the podcast. And today I'm here with my friend Ashley. We're in college. <laughs> hey everyone. Um... I was thinking about it, and the last time I saw you was literally, like, a year ago. I know. Like, it's last So July. much
0: has happened in both of our lives mm-hmm. since the last time we saw each other, so it's really, like, full circle.
1: Yeah. We're back together. And you were just... Well, first of all, a brief int- introduction. Um... Tell us where you're from and okay. like what you do on social media. All right, so
0: I, um, I'm originally from Florida, and that's where I grew up, and I am a full-time student at University of Wisconsin, but I just got back from studying abroad for a semester in Australia, so um, that was kind of a whirlwind adventure. Um, it's lasted six months now, and I'm back in L.A., Um, The last time I was here was right before my travel started, so life has been pretty crazy and like unpredictable for a good six months, Um, and it's good to be back in the U.S. I just like can't believe how much has happened and all that, and I'm so excited to share those experiences. I took some time off of YouTube and didn't post as much on Instagram, uh, just kind of to stay present while I was away, and so yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me. I just share like my lifestyle, travel, diet and all those good things. So.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So I definitely want to talk about studying abroad. I've never been to any of those places. Yeah. Um, so what what compelled you? Where did you go first? Australia? Yeah. So or? I started
0: out in Bali for three weeks. Oh, wow. And
1: that's the kind of thing. And even the way it
0: sounds like I went to Bali, I just it was something I'd always dreamed of. It sounds like so dreamlike and just like so unrealistic so unattainable mm-hmm. and it really is um I did have to work super hard in school to like make it all happen I had to apply to like the study abroad program it was super stressful and I don't want anyone to think this was just like a walk in the park This yeah. traveling is challenging but it and, is attainable yeah at it is attainable and even if you're a
1: student you know there's exactly ways to so go about it.
0: um I w- always knew I wanted to take advantage of the study abroad program at my university, and most um, schools do offer it. Some majors, it's harder to pull off than others, like if you're doing pre-med, it's like really difficult to, yeah. to find the time to study abroad, but luckily I was able to, and um, so I started off in Bali for a few weeks, and I was actually traveling with other Instagrammers, which was really cool. Um were they from your school? No, so we like... all met through Instagram. Wow. And it's crazy because some of my best friends now are through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I met them. Yeah, and I'm same. so grateful for that. Um and it's just you realize like how incredible it is to be able to connect with people that way. Mm-hmm. And that's like say like the most positive aspect of social media for oh, me at definitely. least. I like agree. making those real life um, connections. Yeah. So we went to Bali and then I moved on over to Australia, and my home base was in Sydney, which is so so incredible for any of you who haven't been. Definitely try to make your way to that side of the world. My whole philosophy on it was most of my friends, um, I also can't sit on the couch with that. Yeah, right? It's like It feels better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, what was I saying?
1: Um, um, Sydney.
0: Yeah, my whole philosophy was that all of the friends that I have back at school, they were mostly studying in Europe. It's super mm-hmm. popular to go there, and I kind of just wanted to do something different, be a little more independent, and have my own experience, and also, Europe is a lot easier to travel to yeah. from America than going all the way to Australia. You can't just, like, pick up and go for a week. It's, yeah. like, 14 hours ahead. So. Oh, my gosh, that's, like, insane. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a huge life, lifestyle change and shift, um, but overall, I, yeah, so Australia, I went to Sydney, Melbourne, and Byron Bay, and then I went to New Zealand for, like, my spring break over there. We road tripped for two weeks in a van. It was so cool. Oh, my gosh. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And then I just got back from Thailand, and now I'm in L.A. So when I reflect back on it, it sounds like it was someone else's life and not mine. Yeah. Because it just seems, like, too good to be true. But, of course, there were, as I said, challenges, and it wasn't all, like, super easy, but um, so I don't want it to seem like some, you know, idealistic yeah. six months because it had its ups and downs. Just like and you know, wherever you are in life, you're gonna experience things like that. So, mm-hmm. what were yeah. some of the
1: challenges of going there?
0: Um, I think for me at least, I thrive on like having a routine. Yeah. And when you're traveling, you just you really can't. You're like completely yeah. You're out. you're thrown. Out, you're in a different environment. Like every other week, and I think just learning to like, embrace spontaneity in my life on a daily basis. Like, I already love to be spontaneous, but not... That frequently, yeah. Not, not, not it's a, like, let's go to the beach today. Yeah. Wow, it's not like exactly.
1: I don't even know. Exactly.
0: Wow. So I mean, I'm like a pretty reserved person overall. Like, I went skydiving. Like, you did? That was insane. I didn't even know that. You have to see the video. It's like the funniest. Oh thing. my <laughs> gosh, that's crazy. But so that's definitely the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, I don't drink or do drugs, so like that was
1: like really high up there for me. um How do you? I want to talk about this first thing. <laughs> That, okay, so skydiving, so many of my friends, well, not so many have done it, but, like, a few of my friends have done it, but so many of my friends want to do it, and it's never been something I'm interested in. I'm, like, scared of heights. Yes, yeah, I already hate flying. So is this something you, like, wanted to do yeah, so for a I, while, or I was it... Had- there- Random. The
0: thing is, it's very like common when you go to Australia to skydive, and like I oh did it when god. I was in New Zealand, and I definitely recommend like if you're gonna be in a beautiful place like that, that's like the most insane you way to see view. it. <laughs> Honestly, like jumping out of a plane, does it get more extreme than that? Oh but, my god! Um, most people, like when I posted that video, people were like so shocked because I'm just, I'm shocked. Yeah, people like <laughs> not expect. No, no one would <laughs> expect me to be like, yeah, I'm gonna jump out of a plane, but. I'm weird about it because, like, I wasn't going to do the extreme bungee jumping. Like, I just Uh, wanted to skydive. I was like... Just. Yeah, like... I was like, if I'm going to do something crazy, it's going to be that. Like, I'm going to do the most wild thing I can. And, um... I don't know, just, like, getting outside of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. so frequently just made me grow a lot as a person. Just become more relaxed with, like, my decisions. Not skydiving. That's a serious decision. Don't take that lightly. Oh, my God. But just in general, um, letting go of routine. And that's something I think that I really, like, expanded on and worked on. And I feel really comfortable with it now. Um, it's like, for example, I I couldn't have like a set r- workout every day. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't like, and I wasn't going to forego like experiences with my friends to go to the gym for an hour. Yeah. So <clears throat> something, of course, I want to get back into working out and staying active is so healthy. But it's also so healthy to just let go of that and just like be with your friends and enjoy and be present. So yeah, just finding that balance and then. Also, I was transitioning from
1: raw to cooked in this whole time. Yeah. So that was so before you ate a hundred percent raw. Yeah, like a raw vegan diet. Yeah.
0: So when I graduated high school in 2014, now oh my god, I feel like an old woman. (laughs) This is so weird. Um, So when I graduated, then I was a vegetarian, and I. Was just like, I was watching Beauty Gurus really on YouTube. That was like what I grew up on. Didn't we all? Yeah, of <laughs> course. Like all, all the big names. And now I feel like those people aren't even posting anymore. Crazy enough. but Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, awesome. so one day, like some raw vegan came up in my sidebar and I clicked on it and I got so intrigued and I was already very health conscious being vegetarian and I just, I knew I wanted to go towards veganism. So the summer rolled around, and I was like, I'm gonna try being raw for a week. I like went to Costco, loaded up on like wow. all the super sized, like fruit packages and all that stuff. And um, after a week of doing it, like no turning back, I did it for like two and a half years. And wow, I, like, really? Yeah, after that
1: first week, yeah. And I
0: didn't think twice, I was just like, This just feels so right, I felt so good, and I always I promoted a raw vegan diet, but I knew that it's just not for everyone, Mm -hmm. and that's something now that I'm not fully raw anymore, I just want to keep telling people, like, you just have to find what's right for you, and I think, like, finding the right diet is a lifelong journey. It's not something you figure out. Like, something that could work so well for you for, like, six months may not work six months from now, Mm -hmm. you know? So just having a more laid-back approach to that. I'm still, like, very whole foods, plant-based, um... And always vegan, of course. Yeah. But just uh, doing a little more starches now and then. I'm raw right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. So.
1: And especially with traveling, yeah. And everything, even though the places you went, I'm like you said. Yeah. So I think like yesterday when we were talking about it, but yeah.
0: When I was in New Zealand, I was starch based, and like I couldn't have imagined being raw when I was traveling there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that. you know, prior to I had my own kitchen, my own apartment, things were like so much easier Mm -hmm. in terms of being raw, just a lot more accessible price-wise and just like the fruit that was available. But being in New Zealand, the prices were really high. Um, I was constantly traveling in a van with my four other friends and bringing things like, you know, meal prepped oatmeal and potatoes and like microwavable rice was way easier and like frozen veggies. So I think just I'm really grateful that I I stopped being 100% raw many months before I did that kind of trip, because Mm -hmm. it just made me so, like, okay with it, and I felt great, and we were doing, like, really long hikes and a lot of activity, and I just didn't want to be stressing over, like, when, where's my next melon coming from, you know? So it just made it, like, a lot, an overall much better experience for me. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, um, then, you were talking about how, like, in Bali and Thailand, the fruit was very, like, a lot more accessible. And so cheap. Like, yeah. I was telling Stella, you
0: could eat your meals for, like, under two, one or two dollars. Just,
1: like, that alone makes me want to go. Crazy. I'm like, yes, so them. Yeah,
0: I said, it's just, the flight over there is really expensive, but once you get there, the cost of living is, like, mm-hmm. so cheap, because the American dollar is just so strong, and I'm not gonna lie, I... I'm always like in tune with my conscious, you know, and like thinking about everything. And I, I nearly felt guilty for paying so cheap for those things. I was like, Oh my God, these <gasps> oh my people gosh. like deserve more, you know, yeah, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, overall just such an amazing experience. And I'd say for young travelers, if you're going to go somewhere, go to those countries where like once you get there the lifestyle is really cheap because Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to afford it if you're going to Europe like things are going to be expensive yeah so um just keep that in mind if you do want to like get out and explore maybe start on that side of the world if you can yeah
1: and I've never been over there at all so that's definitely somewhere yeah I want to go to I was in Europe last year a few times and I mean it's like amazing yeah but it's like still I mean yeah You have to pay more for everything than you would here. Exactly. And it's obviously, like, worth it for the experience and you see beautiful things and meet amazing people. But, yeah, just... At this
0: point in life, when most people our age are on, like, a a tight budget, it's it's good to just keep that in mind. And when I was traveling, I stayed in a mixture of, like, hostels. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was a year ago. And now I've stayed in, like, 20 of them. But um, you meet the coolest people. And something that I found, like, when I was traveling in Bali in comparison to when I was in New Zealand, is that in Bali, all of the travelers were, like, young entrepreneurs. Like, every day they worked in, like, co-work spaces. Wow. And, like, it was so cool. Like, everyone kind of, they had their life figured out. They weren't traveling to, like, discover themselves. Yeah. Like, they knew who they were. They, like, had their whole business plan. And they were just, like, picking up and and doing it in Bali because they could live so cheaply mm-hmm. and just work from their computers. So that's yeah. something that was super cool and like something like you and Sonia, like you could mm-hmm. still be filming and uploading and doing that kind of thing there. I didn't know that yeah.
1: about it because I just, when you think about it, it's like I think of like rainforests and like I know. the beach and I'm like, yeah. and then it's I a was, vacation almost exactly. and like, so, I don't know, I don't know the language, I yeah. don't know anything. About yeah, so I think a
0: lot of A lot of the reason why YouTubers, like, gravitate towards places like that is because they have spaces like that for you Mm -hmm. to, like, still continue. Like, good Wi-Fi. Exactly. Amazing (laughs) Wi-Fi. And, like, in other... I mean, if you're not in that space, you don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Also, a really nice thing was just, like, disconnecting from my phone and social media in general. Like, Mm -hmm. I just didn't have Wi-Fi or service a lot of where I went. And I learned to appreciate it and just, like, put my phone down, just enjoy my time with my friends. And it really pushed us to just have more more conversation, more quality time, which is really nice. And it's so easy to get caught up in
1: like in your own little world.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So would you say that transition to not posting as much on YouTube and Instagram, was it more natural or were you consciously thinking like, you know, I'm not going to be on as much? Yeah.
0: So originally it was definitely a conscious decision. I was like, Because I was switching from raw to cooked, and I do have a video about that, and of course it was like my most viewed one because people love stuff like that, Um, and I wouldn't look at it as really a failure, um, but a lot of people just love when raw vegans like start eating Mm -hmm. cooked food again. It like brings them down to like the real world, I guess, and I just, I definitely didn't like being put up on that pedestal of like this perfect unachievable diet because
1: to me it was like so easygoing and effortless and you've Um, said before um like it's the best thing for you like you talked about that just now but I remember even last year yeah when we um would hang out you would you would constantly make that yeah, like, I always try to make it known. You're like, this is, like, my thing. I'm doing it for me. Like, I'm not trying to push on anyone exactly. else. Exactly. like, why are you eating cooked food? Yes. So...
0: <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the time, especially when I'm, like, eating out with other people socially, they're always like, oh, I wish I could do that, or I, you know, and yeah. I'm just like, it's okay if you don't. Like, mm-hmm. don't feel pressure, and I think that's such a big thing in the vegan movement, just like, you know, what kind of vegan diet are exactly. you on, and it's just like, it doesn't matter. Just do what's right for you, and... Mm-hmm. And find, like, what makes your body feel really good. And don't worry about the outside noise. Yeah. So, yeah, that just, the whole transition. So we were talking about social media. Um, I decided to post less because I was going through that um, change. And I also had some health issues unrelated to food, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't want to bore you guys with that right now. <laughs> Watch her. Do <Did> you talk <laughs> about it in the video? Yeah. Watch I, the video. Yeah. So, um, but basically I was working through those health issues and I didn't want to be- bring people along this complicated ride. I wanted to kind of figure it out myself and then come back with like some clarity and mm-hmm. share that. So that's what I'm planning to do like kind of relaunching my channel and my social media within the next month or so so I'm really excited for that and to just kind of take it a more broad lifestyle approach than just focused on like raw vegan food
1: so I'm um, gonna switch your name from Ron College it is going to change <gasps> oh my gosh I <laughs> I would wonder that even when you were so raw like what about when you graduated it was. What I'll was
0: be <laughs> I'll be honest. So when I started my account, um, I was literally laying in my bed freshman year in my dorm. And I had started my blog. That's like how everything got started. Um, So many people were asking me questions. So it was like, I made wrongcollege.com through, like, you know, Wix or whatever it was, and um, I was just posting articles about what I was eating, what I was doing, because people constantly were asking me, and I was like, I need to have this kind of landing page to direct Mm -hmm. people to, so I don't always have to, like, type out these answers. Yeah, the same thing. Exactly, so then the next day, I'm kind of like an all or nothing girl, so I made the blog, the next day I made the Instagram, and I was like, okay, Um, but I was posting for fun, like, Mm -hmm. I had zero, and I think most people who end up with, with a lot of followers. They never intend on it. Exactly. It's like, you didn't realize what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And, um, back then, I was like, when I reached 100 followers, I was like, oh my god, yeah. like, this is so nice. It was like, all my college friends, I was like, so so happy about it. And then, because it was such a niche market, like, raw vegan college. Yeah. Like such a specific thing, it, it, like, attracted a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect that at all. So, um, in the beginning, it was all for fun, and of course, that was the biggest branding mistake for me to name myself something that's so temporary, <laughs> yeah. like being
1: Rob. It's being a great in name, but yeah, very temporary. So, so it
0: was really good for the time being and kind of establishing myself on social media. But at this point, I've grown really far from that name. I am going to be graduating in a year, so um, Exciting. yeah. So look out for that. It's going to change. Um, <laughs> it needs to change. And it's something that I've I've been a little nervous about. But I think, um, you know, the true homies, the true followers, they'll stick around, yeah. hopefully, when I oh, make for those sure. changes. So yeah, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, that's so
1: funny you like answer that. <laughs> that's something I've always wondered, like, what yeah, but when you graduate, I know. <laughs> I
0: was like, if I want to, I mean, you know, I want to pursue this full time and do mm-hmm. other things in addition to it, but I can't be thirty years old with the, the wrong handle, college, the wrong here yeah. guys
1: <laughs> living in my dorm, room.
0: literally. Like it needs to change. So I was gonna just wait until I graduated, but I feel like naturally it feels time mm-hmm. to change it. So I'm gonna do that.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I, I remember. Well do you swear <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah well excuse my language but i really fuck with you because you're very um i feel like the camera shut off um but you're very uh like hardworking and like Thank you, you always can. are i feel like doing something cool and like i want to say staying busy but it's like more than that you know i feel like you always have um like something cool going on and you're like in school and you're doing so much but Whenever I hang out with you, you manage to stay and just in general, like from your posts, you manage to stay so grounded and like sweet and just nice and down to earth and, oh, and thank genuine. You so like much. you're a very genuine person. Um, so I guess I just wanna ask, how do you manage to stay that way? Especially, you know, online people can be so mean. I don't know if you have a lot of your, if you have a lot of haters or anything, but you know, we all experience mean comments of course, and like yeah. even in the real world, people can just be rude or mean sometimes. So how yeah. do you like balance that
0: um I think I just always remind myself and also just having so many friends um in the past year who are on social media it Mm -hmm. keeps me so aware like okay how do I want to be viewed by the public and kind of not not putting that at too high of a value because at the end of the day I want to like lay in bed and be like okay I'm proud of like who I am who I'm representing myself as and something I struggle with, and I know you talk about this a lot, and I love, like, your your longer captions now and just kind of reflecting on, like, um, like, what is this post doing for me? Like, if I post a bikini shot, like, what mm-hmm. is it saying about me as a person? And is it celebrating, like, the female body or is it, like, degrading? You know, it's yeah. just, like, kind of playing around with that in your own head and then voicing it to mm-hmm. people. And I love how you're just, like, you're posting the photo and you're putting that thought out there because it just says, like, you know, I like this photo of myself, but I'm still, like, debating if I yeah. feel good about it or not. And something that I definitely um, go back and forth with in my head is whenever my close friends are like, Ashley, if you just post more photos of yourself, like, you know you'll grow faster. Mm-hmm. And I that's something that i'm just one of those girls like i just don't feel that way about myself you know and i'm Mm -hmm. working on that like self-love i'm trying um but it's hard for me to think like okay if i play the social media game if i wear less clothes if i do this Mm -hmm. like i know that it'll it'll work because that's what people love to see but um another thing is that i don't really post a lot of controversial content Mm -hmm. so um I don't get a lot of hate because yeah. it's not. I'm never really talking about things that people would have so much negative things to say about. Um, but I really admire you because you put out the controversial content and you're willing to like take the hate Thank in order you. to like start up a conversation yeah. and kind of like you know get that going. So I think I'm definitely not like hoping to post more controversial content, but just things that that mean more to me that could stir up a more meaningful conversation like in the comment section Mm -hmm. or just you know in general but I think I just stay grounded by um constantly staying true to myself and just thinking like um what who do you want to be at the end of the day and like how do you want that to be portrayed online yeah so but it's so easy to lose yourself and I feel like I do plan to hopefully come to LA when I graduate and this kind of world out here it's so easy to get lost in like the superficial aspect of Mm -hmm. like looking perfect and just keeping up an image all the time and that's so unhealthy yeah and there's nothing wrong with wanting to look and feel good inside and out like that is such an amazing thing to achieve and to maintain but um that can't be all that's important to you yeah you know so just like always keeping all those things in mind that was like the longest explanation (laughs) No, I love it. But, um, just constantly reminding yourself and, um, even for me, like, I love the idea of journaling, but I I can never like keep myself accountable and do it on a daily basis. So I just kind of like jot down notes in my phone whenever I'm thinking of things Mm -hmm. and just like needing to like vent out my feelings, um, just about everything in general. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's how I kind of try to keep a handle on everything, um, I'm definitely looking forward to finishing college because I do feel like it's holding me back at this point, Mm -hmm. but I have such amazing friends at school that I'm just, like, looking forward to spending time with them, but I am, like, ready to move forward with my life, and I know that it's a really unusual, like, not-the-norm thing coming from a 21-year-old, but I've always felt a bit older than I am. Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, just definitely. a little. And always, I'm like definitely an old soul. So I think I'm just ready to get out of the party college yeah. scene and um, move on with my life, and you know, start my career. And
1: um, yeah, that's awesome. And I feel like you're totally on the right track. You know, like with with tra- doing all the traveling you've been doing, and like you're in LA right now. <laughs> you know, so like the universe is going to bring you to where exactly where you need to be. Thank you. Um, but going back to what you just mentioned, that's also something. I'm curious um about talking talking about talking to you with uh but being in college and you know maintaining this lifestyle and not drinking not really you know partying not doing drugs um how do you how do you stay true to yourself in that way and like how do you deal with I guess peer pressure and like not even necessarily peer pressure like people oh why aren't you doing this but just like is it hard for you at all when there's like parties going on all the time and like saying no or do you go and do you like just yeah, not partake so, or yeah
0: so I definitely try my best to make an appearance. When I first started college I like I went to all the tailgates. I did all that with my friends and I just I didn't drink or do any drugs. Um, and I've always felt very comfortable not doing those things mm-hmm. and I know it's much harder for a majority of the population. Like even people our age who don't want to do those things, they, like, they just do them anyways, because, yeah. like, i rather just, like, do it and, like, deal with the consequences than, like, you know, put up that front and have to, like, deal with people, like, explain. trying to pressure you and explain. And, of course, like, my best friends in college, no one gives me a hard time about it. Everyone's very accepting. They all still joke about it now and then. Yeah. But, of course, like, when I go out every time... I'm, it's a really big school, so I'm always meeting new people when I go mm-hmm. out. And, um they're always wondering and most of the time I get a lot of respect and it's funny because yeah. I'm not I'm not like doing it for any commentary like I'm literally just doing it cuz it makes me feel good and happy mm-hmm. to not Partake in those things, and all my friends drink, so clearly I don't judge anyone. Yeah, I like host pre-games for my friends, and then like we'll hang back and not go out, yeah, just so I can see everyone. Yeah. and like everyone somehow has such a busy life, but they can make time to go out on Thursday nights. So like right, so I'm like okay, everyone come to my place so I can see everyone, and then you
1: guys can go out and I'll go to sleep. oh <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's just kind of finding what works for you, as with anything in life. Um, When I go to tailgates, it's a really heavy environment to be in when you're sober. Mm -hmm. And um, all my friends are always like, I don't know how you're doing this sober. And I'm like, I don't have any comparison because I've never been drunk at a tailgate. Yeah. But for my friends who usually are, always are, um, (laughs) they... Imagine, like, being drunk at a tailgate, having the best time, and then going sober.
1: It's, like, It's, like, you can't. You can't.
0: Because you have that comparison. So, I understand how much more difficult it would be for someone who's always drinking at tailgates, and then suddenly, they're not, and everything looks really boring, and it's not fun. And then
1: everyone's just so annoying. Yeah, so,
0: so for me, like, I go, honestly, just to make an appearance, to see my friends, Mm -hmm. to, like, show my face, but then I'll probably, after an hour, go back to my apartment, do my thing take a bike ride to Trader, Trader Joe's you know <laughs> like I just kind of try to get that balance um and as I've gotten older like last semester I barely went to any tailgates like I've, I've just mm-hmm. I'm spent you yeah, know you like know what it's gonna be there's like. only so many times that I can get like sprayed in the face with beer oh and like my and like be okay with it as, <laughs> as a sober person oh you know God. so it's just kind of like I definitely have a lot of tolerance but, um, <laughs> That's but so I, learned, fun. I learned to have fun yeah. and, in those situations and just like not care. But I just, and in general, I'm not a partier. I have more fun with my friends who just want to have a chill night and do a lot of adventuring during the day. And luckily when I was studying abroad, I had my best friend Lila with me um, we met through Instagram, ended up studying abroad together, and, um, her and I, like, we always call each other grannies, because, like, we'd be out all day, (laughs) we'd go on a hike, or, like, a walk, or go to a new vegan restaurant, and then by, like, you know, eight or nine o'clock, we'd be, like, winding down, Mm -hmm. watching YouTube, just chilling out, and it's good to have friends who want to do both, so friends who are going to encourage me to go out, and have a good time, get out of your comfort zone, and, like, be at a party, and then friends who are just going to have a quiet night in with me, and, like, wake up early to go to yoga,
1: both. you know, so it's really good
0: to have that balance, and I think um, the whole stigma of like being in college and needing to drink and party really hard multiple times a week. Uh, I don't know how people do it. I literally, I'm like maybe once a week, and I'm like,
1: wow, done. Yeah, no.
0: (laughs) And I think um, just becoming more confident in the fact that you don't want to do it. People have so much respect for that. And I'm not doing it for any commentary or acceptance, but I get it a lot of the time because people are just like, wow, like, I wish I wasn't going to wake up with a hangover tomorrow. You yeah. know, like, everyone's always like you like good for you. Like, I wish I wasn't drinking right yeah. now. So I never really feel bad about it, but I understand how the peer pressure gets to most people. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like standing your ground and um, people will accept it
1: yeah and it is true i like how you say you you do go sometimes yeah because there is like just a social aspect of it and like you want to see your friends or like you want to meet new people yeah but you don't always have to you don't have to like engage yeah Yeah. to like fit in at all exactly so i like how you bring that up that's awesome yeah um i don't know i feel like is there anything else that you want to talk about I feel like um, I covered. Yeah, we covered a lot. Some, I
0: hope you guys enjoyed hearing a little bit about my story, my life. Um, I'm so happy to have a friend like Stella. Just, she is so inspiring. Always posting that content, like, working so hard. And I'm really motivated when I'm around people like you to, like, continue sharing my life. And hopefully inspiring other people to, like, go after what they want to do. So, Oh my gosh, well, thank you. Yeah, I
1: I mean, I said it before, but I appreciate you a lot because you're, you're just so positive and genuine. And, you know, I... I respect so much how you're still in school, but you're still pursuing social media. You're still out there traveling. Like, you're, I feel like you're doing it all, and it's amazing. Okay, so, thank you so much. Thank you for being on this podcast and sharing your thoughts. I feel like it, it went thank amazing. Thank you for having I'd me. I'd listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you
0: guys enjoyed it, and um, hopefully we'll have more collaborations in the future to come. Yes,
1: of course. I will link everything down below. Is it still, is your Instagram It's still, still wrong? wrong college. still wrong college <laughs> right now, guys, but it will be changing, so yeah. follow why you can. Yeah. <laughs> um thank yeah, you. so thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time.
0: Bye.